he ate the leftovers and my pussy for the rest of the weekend. Like he kept going back for more on both accounts. And I called my mom and I was like, mom, those empanadas, they really did the trick. Welcome back to another episode of Girls Gotta Eat. Welcome back. Welcome back. We're surviving this heat wave. We were just really talking some shit. <laughs> I just was like, which is a departure from other days. Okay. Um, before we get started, thanks to Native for supporting Girls Gotta Eat. Native makes safe, effective products that people use in the bathroom every day with trusted ingredients. For 20% off your first purchase, visit nativedeodorant.com and enter promo code GGE during checkout. And thanks to Rothy's for supporting Girls Gotta Eat. They're stylish, sustainable, washable, all in one pair of shoes. They're the perfect flats. For life on the go, check out all the amazing styles available right now at rothys.com slash GGE. Yes. Also, thanks to OpenFit for supporting Girls Gotta Eat. Right now, during the OpenFit 30-day challenge, our listeners get a special extended 30-day free trial membership to OpenFit when you text GGE to 30303030303030. Also, thanks to Third Love for supporting Girls Gotta Eat. Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now, they're offering our listeners 15% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash GGE to find your yours today. Okay. All right. It's been really hot in New York. Do you think I've lost weight from sweating? Okay. Let me say this. I look skinny. What we have not done. You look great. Where's this dress from? This is Aritzia. This is just like some giant bag that I wear. Well, it's like, I mean, we both live in t-shirt dresses and a camo t-shirt dress. That's all I want to wear. I wear so much camo and so much t-shirt. I know you walked in. I was like, well, Raina walked in my apartment and she had almost just got hit by a car. So Hitting, hitting, hitting is not a word. I'm not okay. <laughs> it's Monday. <laughs> we leave again tomorrow for shows. I'm not all here. <laughs> I'm not either. You we- almost got hit by a car. So what happened was Reyna was walking. Okay, guys, we have not done a summer PSA yet. <laughs> I'm not fully okay. We have had a heat wave. Global warming is real. How did you, did you survive? how did you feel about the heat wave this weekend? I laid out. You did not. I laid out two days in a row. You did not. Yes, I did. That's I pu- disgusting. I put in work. I laid out until I thought I was going to actually faint laying down. Literally, they were like, stay inside. And you were like, I'm going to go lay outside. Mm, yeah, exactly. But anyway, it's end of, end of July. We haven't talked about how much we hate summer yet this this summer. So I want to just remind everybody. We hate summer. Fuck summer. And Paris. Except for my birthday. <laughs> but I just can't. Extreme heat, bugs. You're sweaty. We'll talk about our deodorant sponsor later. <laughs> My hair cannot survive this. I look like a drowned rat, like a puffy drowned rat at all anyway, times. We don't have to get into it. I just wanted to like make it known. Yeah. Remind everybody. Never that forget. We hate summer. <laughs> we hate summer. Uh, it's, it's so crazy to me. <laughs> Weather. Weather's so weird. Weather. A uh, hundred degrees here and a hundred degrees in like Phoenix and Denver are like super different. Like it was a hundred degrees when we were in Denver and it was like not that bad. Uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> Raina's got hot takes on dry heat. <laughs> So yeah. the heat is, it's dry heat. There's no humidity. I was like, one more fucking person emails me that. 95 degrees. Yes. We felt that last week in Denver and then we felt it here. Totally different thing. It takes your breath away here. Now that we've explained weather What are we you. talking about? <laughs> We're hard up for, for, for content. They're like, wow, they're really doubling down on this weather stuff. Okay. Well, <laughs> they're not getting laid. We are. <laughs> Speaking of Denver. No, we really like... To- update Ashley was crazy last week with this guy and he's still talking to her yeah I think last week on the episode <laughs> people were listening and they were like 
well, that guy's never going to talk to you again. He got laid in Denver and he's never going to speak to you again. Surprise. It is the number one way that I hook men is to just be a total bitch and a diva. They can't. They can't book why men love bitches. They can't resist. Yeah, there's literally books about it. Why men love bitches and why men marry bitches. There's two books. Yeah, we really put out like this thing about how you should like communicate, be open and honest. Just be a bitch. But anyway, yeah, I'm still talking to that guy. He's really sweet. He's so nice. He's, he's sweet. It's so weird it's, when you leave New is, York and you meet people that are decent human beings. It actually is very weird. Like, I think that you become accustomed to guys that are just kind of unreliable and don't want to like be nice and thoughtful and to talk, talk to you all the time. And when a guy is like wanting to text with you every day and ask questions and say nice, thoughtful things, you're like, wait a minute. This is what it's like. It's got to be some kind of like progressive cyclical thing. Cause like most people aren't from New York or like from LA, like all the places yeah. like where people are like, it's terrible to date here. Like people didn't become like that. It's like other people taught them to be like that. They came here as like nice people. Maybe. And then they got like, I think I came here as like this bright eyed, nice little girl. And I just got like jaded down by the trash. <laughs> yeah. I just expect nothing. I'm like, oh, he's being terrible. That's so weird and different. Uh, yeah. And <laughs> the guys that I've dated and had relationships with were great to me, you know, until they weren't. But I just haven't really experienced somebody that like really genuinely wants to like talk to me every day and see what's going on in my life and say nice things and just be like such an angel. And it's... Nice. It's refreshing. It's ref I also love that um, sentiment of like, because you and I are so public all the time. And I think everybody on earth is so public today with their Instagram stories. Yeah. It's nice when you meet somebody that like just wants to talk to you about something. Like yeah. if you put on your Instagram story that you went to a movie, instead of them saying to you like, oh, I saw it. Like, why don't they just say to you like, what did you do today? What did you think of the movie? Yeah. Well, so he isn't on Instagram and he goes, do you think this is a good thing or a red flag? And I said, it's definitely not a good thing. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it because memes are my love language. I'm not, I'm not saying it's a red flag. It's not a good thing. That's not a good thing. I'm not like impressed by people that are like, I don't own a TV. I don't, I don't think he's TV. trying to be super no. alt, alternative counterculture, whatever you want to call it. I just, whatever reason, um, we can stop talking about this guy, but I love that you already just teased our topic today. We are talking about the love languages. <laughs> Um, people have asked for this topic a lot. I'm really excited to do it. Yeah, but we'll get to it in a minute. But I want to hear what you have something that's funny that happened to you. I just thought it was like really funny. I was thinking about like men and the only time that they have a sixth sense. Um, and men's sixth sense is knowing when you are happy with someone else that isn't them. Um, <laughs> it's just like, buzz, buzz, it's me. And I'm here to fuck up your life. They literally have no intuition on anything else. And that intuition is rock solid <laughs> like they know Literally. oh my god I had a well sorry go ahead <laughs> we were like we were in Denver we'd had like one of the best shows we've ever had I had sex a whole bunch of times mm -hmm. that night I wake up the next morning I go back to our place I'm like laying in bed and this guy who I was like for all intents and purposes like very crazy about for like a year mm -hmm. like fucked me up so bad finally got distance from him finally I'm in this place where I like you he got just, over him got, could not be more over this person. He's asked me to hang out twice in the last like month and a half. And I've just been like, no. Oh not my God, even I love like, it so much. I'm getting wet thinking about you turning him down. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, I mean, for whether it was intentional or not, all this did, the guy did was fuck with me. And I finally am like, I don't even have an interest in like seeing how bad mm -hmm. it's going to be to like be around him. I just don't care at all. And after I got home, I'm like sitting in our place and he called me. 
And I was like, you really, it's like, you were like, she must be happy. She must have had a good show last night, gone laid, met somebody that she likes. Oh, I'll just, can I, can Call I fuck her? Can I fuck that up for you? Yeah. He did it before. He did it right when you started talking to this guy, remember? And you like at the very beginning, he mm-hmm. hit you with like a text or something. Like he knows. It, it was like four days after. That. Yes. He was like, uh, um, do you want to do something? I, oh my God, I totally forgot yes. that. They do. You're so right. They They're, know. They know. I had an experience where something really bad happened with my ex. It really fucked me up. You know, this is right around when I met you. And he was with somebody else. Whatever. I'm not going to get into it. I was kind of fucked up from it. I had finally moved on like finally was over it a good relationship and I had blocked him on everything and he and then somehow he was still watching my shit from one of his like finstas whatever I was in Miami and I posted an Instagram story with this guy who I eventually did end up dating in Miami I had him in one Instagram story and we were kind of flirty in this Instagram story I had no idea my ex would even be watching I thought I blocked him on everything or he had blocked me and he called me at like Four o'clock in the morning, I saw this missed call. I was like, oh, what? I had literally just got done fucking this dude and he's with somebody else. Like he had a girlfriend. So I'm just like, you know that you just got me all fucked up and I'm trying to get over this whole situation and you're with somebody new, but you're going to watch my Instagram story from some secret account and then call me at four o'clock in the fucking morning. And then he kept stalking me and seeing that I started to date this guy. And that's when he would send me these texts of saying like, I miss you. And I still think about you all the time. And I was just like, you have a girlfriend. Like this is so crazy. So that's when I had to be like, uh, I am blocking you or I'm going to like tell your girlfriend. But I just, he could like feel it. They always know. I swear to God, this has happened to me multiple times. The last time I got into a serious relationship, the guy who I'd been like obsessed with, who like couldn't give me the time of day showed up, wanted to go to a bar, was like, I'm ready. I'm ready to do this. And I was like, how did you know that I just met somebody that I was like, eventually lived with for three years? Like, how do they know? They always know. But you know what, you know what the best feeling is? And we've talked about this recently is like when you are so over them and it's just so validating because for me, and I think you too, like when I'm done with somebody, I am done. Like there was a guy I was pretty smitten with earlier this year. And oh my God, if he walked in the door right now, as hot as he is and was just like, you know, I fucked up. I want to try to make this work. I'd be like, ew, we're, this is, I'm, I shut it down. It, I, it's like a switch. I turned it off. It's a switch. I think women all have it. I think it's also like a sign of maturity where you're just like, oh, you have completely displayed to me who you are and I'm yeah. going to believe you and I'm done with this now. Yeah. It's the best feeling in the entire world. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that happened. I thought that was funny. I love that meme. We posted that meme a while ago. It's like, I've heard, I heard you were happy. Can I fuck that up for you? Yes. (laughs) How do they know? I mean, sometimes they're secretly stalking your Instagram, but otherwise, how do they really know? It's probably Instagram. You're right. (laughs) But like before Instagram, how do they know? The universe. You just feel buzz, buzz. It's me. Buzz, buzz. You You seem happy and healthy. Here I am. Um, all right. Well, speaking of live shows, just to update you guys, we are on our way to Canada. Um, we will update you next week on how it was. We can't wait to be there. Yeah. Um, and then we have lots of live shows coming up for you guys. Um, Minneapolis is, so this is Monday. So it's this coming week. We have some tickets left for Saturday night, August 3rd. Uh, all kinds of really fun stuff in the Midwest and the Southeast. Atlanta. Oh my God. Yeah. You guys are rabid. We can't wait. Atlanta's probably almost sold out it, or it might be. Uh, and then we have Charleston, Charlotte. These are all over the board. These are not in order. Columbus, Cleveland, Pittsburgh, Detroit, stupidliveshows.com, girlsgettypodcast.com. And we are just so excited about all these shows. 
Yeah. Um, okay. Topic today. Ready love languages. It? You guys have asked for this a lot. I'm excited to do this. I mean, I could talk about love languages forever. I feel like that was one, maybe the first, one of the first relationship books that changed my life. Did you actually read the book? Yeah. The full book. I remember who I was dating at the time and it was such a game changer to understand it in that relationship. If you guys don't know what we're talking about, it's a book called The Five Love Languages by Gary Chapman. Um, and it breaks down like the different way that people express love. There's the five love languages and then there's the five love languages for singles. Oh, for I singles? mean, they're just kind of like, interesting. they're a little different. I might've read both. One's like designed when you're in the relationship and one's like you're, you're, you're single. They're the same thing, same premise. Yeah. You can read any of them. Uh, but we'll talk about what our love languages are yeah. and how to deal with them in a relationship when you have different love languages with somebody else and how to communicate that, when to walk away and all that stuff. So yeah. I think it's super interesting. Oddly enough, I actually had never read this book. I had heard of the love languages when I was breaking up with somebody. He brought it up. The most unemotionally in tune person I've ever met. I broke up with him and he was like, yeah, I just feel like, you know, we have different love languages. And I was like, you accessed an emotion? What? You know what the love languages are. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Now you wait till now, till today. <laughs> I'm breaking up with you. You're going to bring this up to me. Yeah. I might've saved the relationship. But had, had he brought it sooner. I mean, yeah. And also if you read the book, you will pretty much know what you are. But then at the end of the book, there's a quiz. Oh, so, and I'm sure that's online at this point, but yeah, the books are designed. So like you're reading it and it's really kind of eye opening and there's just such a ton of great information. And then the end, there's like a quiz to figure out like what your actual love language is. Yeah. There's tons of stuff online. I was looking them up. So there's lots of quizzes. Um, should we go through them just so people know what they are? Yeah. So there's five, there's five of them. Um, so the first one is words of affirmation. So just expressing affection through spoken words, acts of service. Um, so what would you say like an act of service is? Acts of service. It's, I mean, it's people that use their actions. So, I mean, it can be anything from cooking dinner to like fixing your car. Like I think my dad is like such a prime example of acts of service. Like he just like wants to do everything. You know, he wants to like take care of the house, take care of the cars, take care of the farm. Uh, and that was, I'll get to that. That was my ex's like long-term off and on long distance sex that I talk about sometimes that was like his by far. And this, this book kind of changed the game when I realized like, Oh my God, he's like showing his love and I'm not even realizing it. Just wanting to do something for somebody to make their day easier. I think it's a more masculine trait. Some of these I think lend itself more to men versus women. I think a lot. More that is men. the one I think that that is probably the most masculine. Yeah. Um, receiving gifts, which is probably everybody's last love language, but I mean, it's, it's gifts. So gifts. Yeah. Gift. <laughs> I think when you hear that, you think like, expensive gifts, you know, like, oh, I don't need that. I'm, I don't need like a sugar daddy that's buying me like watches and cars and handbags. But I think it's more just like tokens of appreciation and stuff like that. Like, I think, you know, you have those friends or those people in your life, people that you've dated that like always want to bring you back something from their travels or they want to bring you home something. I mean, I think even flowers and stuff like that. I think a lot of people express how they feel with physical things. Yeah. And little, so I'm with you. I don't think it has to be a big thing. I had an ex who used to always buy me flowers when I'd come back in town from a trip. Yeah. And like, I just really liked that. Yeah. Um, uh, and then the last two, quality time and personal touch. Quality time, I think, is probably big for both men and women. Um, oh, yeah. It's a big one for me, I think. is. I mean, all these are kind of big for me. Yeah, quality time is my number one. Quality time is obviously spending the, the keyword is quality. So is it's not your extra time. It's like you're prioritizing time. I think that quality time is right in line with 
a word prioritizing to me. And it's like, not that like someone gives you their time at the end of the day when they're tired. And so they can check the box and be like, well, we hung out. It's like, well, you, we watched a movie and you fell asleep. Like it's your top priority time that you choose to spend with somebody. That's a good point. I have a friend who, or we have a friend who constantly complains that like when she sees her man, it's at the end of the day and he's always tired and half asleep. So she like makes him dinner and he goes to bed. Yeah. She's that's like, not that quality time. time together. Yeah. She was like, I want to talk. I want to like enjoy each other. Right. Totally. Um, and the last one is physical touch. So pretty self-explanatory, but like hand holding, obviously like sex and affection, um, you know, laying on the couch, putting your arm around somebody, that kind of stuff. Yeah, and like PDAs too. So when you're in public and most people have, everybody has a primary and a secondary and that's kind of what the quiz in the book tells you and that's kind of what the book is based around that you have your primary and your secondary and then you most people do all of them at some on some level. And they change as yeah. the relationship morphs. Okay, so if you could list yours, so if time together is the number one, like what what is the rest of them for you? Mm, okay, I think it's, Quality time is number one beyond. That's how I am with, with my friends, family, people that I'm dating. It's just like super important to me. I just, it's it's a, like that priority time. Uh, probably just words of affirmation. I think that's important because uh, I'm a verbal person. We talk for a living. Uh, you know, I think it's knowing how someone feels is like super important to me. I, I think communication is like so, so important. Then I feel like it's like acts of service and physical touch are tied Acts of service, I really do get off on. Like when people do stuff for me, I love. I think it's really great. I think it's really sexy. Like, well, we say that you should be with somebody that makes your day better and like easier. Easier, and it can yeah. Be little things, yeah, like reminding you to get your car fixed or like doing it for you, <laughs> going to get you gas, like to come. Like if I've had guys that you know they borrow your car, they, it's like you fill it up. That's like a really nice thing to do. It comes back, it should be like a full tank. It's a really, really thoughtful thing to do. Cooking, I think, is is one. Um, and then, I mean, last for me is gifts. Like I, I love like little tokens of appreciation. I think like I always quote the line from the breakup. Like every girl likes flowers, Gary. Like yeah, we we, we do. But I just don't. I don't. It's not necessary. And like in New York City, the less shit you have, the better. <laughs> I always say to Ashley, like, I don't want more stuff. Yeah. I don't but want more stuff. I never, for years, I, I didn't really know that I, how much I liked physical touch. And I do, <laughs> it's a tricky one for me. I'm not really touchy feely, but I am and more in a relationship. Like, I think you'd be surprised the way that I act when I'm like fully in a relationship, comfortable in love with somebody committed. My ex used to call me the koala. Like I just wouldn't let go. How do you feel about PDA? I like it when I'm there with somebody like a too soon PDA. I'm hugely turned off. If we're just like casually dating, you know, light touches here and there, but I don't want a guy to like be all over me and almost feel like he's trying to be like territorial if we're not even like in a committed relationship. I like PDA. Territorial is a good way to look at it. Yeah. I don't want to be like... I'm sorry. I think when people are like at a bar and they're like making out like crazy things, a little trashy and I don't like it. You literally um, did that last no, week. I was drunk. Okay. It's I know, but how thing. do you know people aren't drunk? I think most people are making okay, out a bar after drunk. After 1am, that's fine. You were literally sitting at a bar making out. That's what I want to do after 1am. Okay. Before 1am, I don't want to do it, but I feel like, um, I want people to know that we're dating. Like if, if I'm in the room with you, I don't want people, I want people to know that we're together. Yeah. Like, and I don't need you to like, finger bang me in front of other people but like I think that like a touch on the leg or like yeah like on the shoulder or something I like I prefer that yeah I don't want somebody to like stiff arm me for sure physical touch is not my love language with literally anybody except 
the person I'm dating, somebody that I'm really, really into. Like, I don't not touchy with my girlfriends. Like I, a lot of girls are like very touchy. I don't want to be like touched and stroked by my girlfriends. I don't want to like cuddle with my girlfriends. Like, I think a lot of people are, are like that. Like I'm not really touchy feely with my family too much. Like it's just, that's just kind of how I am. I think I've made that pretty clear that I'm like a little prickly, but with, with the person I'm dating, I, I really do appreciate it. I think that also probably makes the person you're dating feel like it's a little more special if it's only located to just them. Yeah. I obviously want to hear about your love languages and where they rank, but we are going to take a really quick break to talk about our partners for this episode. I am super excited to tell you guys about Native Deodorant. So this is safe, simple, effective products that you guys will use every day with trusted ingredients and trusted performance. So I think everybody can understand that natural deodorants are obviously becoming more in the mainstream and for a good reason. And these really, really work. Again, fewer, simpler ingredients. You know everything that's in the deodorant and it's not going to do anything harmful to your body. Native comes in a wide variety of scents for men and women. Again, this is unisex products and they release new limited edition seasonal scents throughout the year, which I love. So the classic scents, coconut and vanilla, love that. Love anything coconut, lavender and rose, cucumber mint, eucalyptus and mint. I have one sitting right here. I love the coconut one. I, I love everything coconut, but I'm actually loving this lavender rose. I love rose smell. I have like a new rose candle. I have rose body spray over there. I'm just like really into rose. So I'm really loving that. Free returns and exchanges in the USA if you don't like it, but we think that you will. And you can subscribe too and save 17%. You can save $2 per stick and you guys can have native conveniently delivered to your door every one, two, three, or four months. And they're cute. They're really small. They're like the perfect size. They're adorable. They're I love not the like little a big, packaging. Yeah. So you get like multiple ones at once. For me, I'm loving the lavender and rose. I'm really liking it. I really like knowing that I'm like wiping something on my skin that's not going to do any harm to my body. And it's, it's important these days to use stuff that has cleaner ingredients. So you guys can get 20% off your first purchase by visiting nativedeodorant.com and entering promo code GGE during checkout. That's 20% off your first purchase by going to nativedeodorant.com and entering promo code GGE at checkout. Take care of those pits. <laughs> this actually is perfectly in line with our other partner, which is OpenFit, um, which I love. It's a it's a super simple streaming service. So if you if you're like me um, and you guys don't love to go to the gym or take classes, um, if you're like me and you're just embarrassed to work out in front of other people, this is a great way to get fitness in, um, and it's a great way to get fitness in no matter where you are. So because it's a streaming service, you can get it on your TV, your computer, your phone, whatever, and they provide tons of classes. So whatever you guys want, if you want something. A little more high intensity. If you want to do a little bit of yoga, uh, it can be any of those things. You can work out in as little as 10 minutes a day, or you can do a bunch of different videos back to back, which I really like, um, especially for Ashley and I, we're always on the road. So this is a really easy way for me to get some kind of exercise in, uh, in a hotel room or in my living room. I just, I really like stuff like this. And uh, personally, I always flake out on working out because I like get dressed, walked out the door and I'm like, I don't want to do this. And well, especially in the heat wave. Yeah. I can't leave the, the house Yes. Yeah, absolutely. If you live somewhere that's like climate crazy, uh, it's a great way to get a workout. And it's also great for all fitness levels. So if you're somebody who doesn't work out very often, or if you're somebody that works out all the time, I actually find a lot of value in this. And I've been doing this stuff for years, like long before we ever worked with them. Um, so I'm a, I'm a really good fan of it and big fan of it. And they sell classes at all kinds of different packages. Uh, so we are giving you guys a discount. I hope that you guys will check it out. I really, really enjoy it. They have changed the way I work out. You can text the code GGE to 303030. 
3030. That's the number 303030. And join me on my fitness journey personalized just for you guys. Right now during the Open Fit 30 Day Challenge, our listeners get a special extended 30 day free trial membership to Open Fit. When you text GGE to 303030, you'll get full access to Open Fit. That's all the workouts, all the nutrition information, totally free. Again, just text GGE to the number 303030. Uh, standard message and data rates apply. Okay. So now we know how you work out. <laughs> how do you show your love? <laughs> how do you? Also, like, I don't know if we mentioned this before, the love languages are, it's like how you show it and how you like to receive it. And it's not always totally the same. And that's a lot of things that you learn in the book of like what you prefer and then what you're like putting out into the world too. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, and we'll talk about like how those things match up or how they can ruin a relationship in my, in my case. Um, but I'm probably like a lot of females. I like a lot of words of affirmation. I think that like... I'm a pretty confident person. I don't need to hear every single day you look so pretty, but like I want somebody to tell me that they're proud of me. And I think that that is really, really important to me. And I always give that to my partner also. So it's important to me to receive it. Um, It's probably a toss up for me, physical touch and and quality time. Um, I really like somebody that's going to like put their hand on my leg when we're out together. I mean, sex is very important to me, but I like somebody that's like touchy feely with me. I really enjoy that. I don't want it too soon, but like I'll forgo that for quality time. Like I've had long distance relationships. I was perfectly happy with. Um, And I'll even take like a phone call at the end of your day, just like run through where you're going, like what you did today. And to me, that's still like quality time, even if you're not together. Yeah. That somebody like, like last night, I didn't necessarily want to like make time for somebody. I was like running errands, but I did, you know? Yeah. I think that that's like important just to pick up the phone. Yeah, for me, the, the last things are access service and gift giving. Um, access service, yeah, I just want somebody to make my day a little bit easier. But yeah. I don't, I think I'm like a really self-sufficient person and I've been single for a while. So I think I just don't need those things maybe as much as other people might. Yeah. Because I've just been alone for so long. Yeah. So I've learned how to be really self-sufficient. Um, so those are probably my last things, uh, but I try to work on if another person needs those things, being the kind of person that can give that to them. Yeah. And I mean, I think just in any relationship, we've said this over and over and over, it is doing stuff to make your partner's day easier. So, I mean, if someone is never doing anything for me, I mean, I'm, I think that's a red flag. Absolutely. And like little, like I, I can't be out here being like, I don't know. I just access service isn't for me. It's like, it should be for everybody. Like it should be across the board. Like anything you can do to help out your partner when they are in need should be a no brainer. I remember this time I was in, um, I was in Singapore and I was going to, I was going to um, Vietnam and I didn't buy the visa I was supposed to buy. And I was in the airport in a sheer panic. I could not get on the flight. I was going to miss my flight. And my boyfriend at the time was like, yeah, that sucks. Like, I want my person to like jump on the internet, help me figure out how to yeah. get this visa. I'm in a country where I don't speak the language. I'm like beside myself. Yeah. And to not have somebody be like, yes, I have great internet right now. I'm in the United States. I'm going to help you right now. Like I, yes. fully, I fully broke up with him the next day. Uh, yeah. I was, so, and yeah, that's because it's somebody who had done this kind of thing to me 25 times. Yeah. But like, I was so mad because all my other girlfriends were like, how can I help you? How can I make your day easier? Like, I'm going to sheer panic. They're like, how can I calm you down? It's really important. Yeah. Like, right, exactly. At least being, even if there's nothing you can do to at least say, what can I do for you? I think it's is like so important. I, I think my favorite love language story is, like I said, I dated this guy, met at the end of college. We dated for years on and off long distance. And 
this is, I don't even remember. I read the book somewhere. Maybe we were off, maybe we were on, whatever. I read the book and it like was so mind blowing to me to be like, oh my gosh, this guy may not be super touchy feely. He may not be expressing his emotions to me so much. Quality time is a little bit difficult because we're long distance, but like he wants to always do stuff for me. Like I, I get it now. It makes so much sense. Like acts, he is acts of service beyond. And I took that in mind. And when he came to visit me the next time I cooked him dinner and I, I don't cook a ton. I got these, this, the empanada recipe for my mom. They're not like your traditional small empanadas. They're these big flour things. They're so good. My mom always makes them. I got the recipe. I spent all day like slaving away and cooked him this dinner. I had like margaritas. I had this whole kind of like Mexican themed dinner and it was delicious. And he could not get me into the bedroom to go down (laughs) on me fast enough. He had never gone down on me. He had never gone down on me. And I mean, we're younger. I mean, at this point we're probably like 22, 23. Like we had sex. It wasn't great, but you know, it was pretty standard relationship but he had not eaten my pussy and he did that night for like, empanadas. Yes. Like I think he felt so loved and he was like, I'm going to like <laughs> get this girl off. It was crazy. Like I, I couldn't even believe it. Cause I get just maybe, maybe he doesn't eat pussy. I mean, you're also young. You don't really know. You know, there's a whole lot less information about sex out there way back in my, in my day. So I had never thought of it as such a red flag. And I mean, I cooked in those empanadas and it was on. You were like, what's the sexiest food I can make? Empanadas. Yeah. And he, he ate the leftovers and my pussy for the rest of the weekend. Like he kept going back for more on both accounts. And I called my mom and I was like, mom, those empanadas, they really did the trick. (laughs) You and your mom have the craziest relationship. I tell my mom everything. I called my mom and I was like, I made that beef stew that you told me about. And I made six orgasms afterwards. She would never talk to me again. She wouldn't. (laughs) No. She'd be afraid to like come back into the water ever. She doesn't listen to this podcast. Yeah. We have very different relationships with our moms. Oh yeah. I know. I was just telling my mom about <laughs> the sex in Denver. I mean, we like talk about everything, but yeah. So that was like such a eye opener for me. Like for me, I feel so strongly about the love languages because I read the book. I realized this thing. I did the thing fucking worked. Like ever since then, I'm like, God damn, this is so accurate. And I always think about it. It is always in my head. And guys that I've dated seriously afterwards. It's a conversation that you have. I think it's also become this quirky thing. Like what's your love language? There's like a meme culture surrounding it, but I want to know, I think you can figure out, especially once you, you grow up and you're just older and more in tune, like you can get, you figure it out, but I'm always down to ask somebody. I think that you probably figure it out pretty quickly. I think that like the cool thing about what you did is you were like, this isn't really like my thing and I'm going to do it for him. And that's probably why it made him eat your pussy. Cause yeah. he was like, this is really outside of her wheelhouse to like make she empanadas. Really thinking outside the box. So I'm going to get in get that in box. Her box. <laughs> and I think it's really easy to figure out what your own love languages are. But I think most people are like, okay, but like, how do I communicate to another person what I need? Um, and like tell them what I'm looking for. If it's not like super intuitive. Yeah. To them. Um, and I think that you have to be like, be patient with people. Cause I think that it's just like not super intuitive to all people to like touch you in public or like give yeah. you a compliment or for you to like give an act of service. And I yeah. think that like, that's not, doesn't make you a bad person. It doesn't make you a selfish shitty person. It's just, it's not what you're accustomed to. I think you should be patient with people. And until you can't anymore, like communicate to them in a very nice way. Like, Hey, I'm kind of looking for a little more of this maybe. Right. 
Um, and I want to hear about your experience. I feel like you have an experience where it was kind of a make or break for the love languages, but we're going to take another quick break to talk about our partners for this episode. Uh, guys, I'm going to talk about Rothy's. You know how passionate I am about Rothy's shoes. They're stylish, sustainable, and comfortable enough for everyday wear anywhere. I don't know if you guys know about Rothy's. I have talked very passionately about them on this podcast. They are stylish shoes for women and girls made out of recycled plastic water bottles. And they're so comfortable and machine washable. You just like throw them in the washing machine and they come out. You have like a fresh pair anytime you feel like washing them. They make flats that are so great for work, like kind of dressier flats that you can wear with your skirts and your dress pants and your dresses. And then they make the sneakers too. So I've told you guys before, I'm obsessed with the, it's just called the sneaker. I have the camo print. I wear it every day. You can even look at my Instagram. You'll see it on there. I'm not lying. They're my favorite shoes. But aside from them, like I think I know so many of my girlfriends that have office jobs that are running around all day. Teachers, if you're on your feet, like there's not a better shoe that a teacher could wear. You're standing all day teaching. They're just so comfortable. Your feet aren't going to kill you by the end of the day if you're wearing Rothy's to work. They have new colors and patterns. They launch every week. They sell out constantly. I can't get enough of the camo. And we've already preached to you guys about the sustainability zero waste factory. They ship directly in the shoebox. No unnecessary packaging. They're feel good flats in more ways that one. We love that they have free shipping and free returns and exchanges in case you don't like them, but we know you're going to love them. No risk, no worries, no reason not to try them. So we want you guys to check out Rothy's right now. Again, so many different styles. If you're looking for that perfect flat to wear to work, you're looking for the perfect weekend sneaker. So go to rothys.com, R-O-T-H-Y-S.com slash G-G-E to get your new favorite flats. Comfort, style, and sustainability. These are the shoes you've been waiting for. Head to rothys.com com slash gge today yes and speaking of things that you wear we're talking about bras today we're talking yes. about third love um i like to talk about this because i got big titties <laughs> um so whatever there's a lot of companies that can make bras and can make them cute and and different um the thing that i really like about them um they guarantee a perfect fit because there are 70 different sizes including their signature thing which is half cup sizes um there's a million different sizes and shapes of boobs so i like that they have a ton of different kind and the quality is great ashley and i both wear them it's it's really lightweight there's memory foam inside of the cups which i really enjoy and there's lots of different styles to choose from um something that i think is just fun to do on their website is they have a fit finder quiz (laughs) it takes literally 60 seconds there's boobs all over the quiz you get to talk about the size and the shape of your back the cup size your nipples etc um everybody's boobs are super different i've seen tons of boobs and there's lots of different kinds um, over 12 million people have taken this quiz, which is awesome. And obviously shape really matters and it's hard to shop online for bras. So, um, not only do you take this quiz, but then they give you a hundred percent fit guarantee, um, where they give you 60 days to wash the bras, wear it. If you don't like it, they return it and they give it to somebody in need, which I think is just like a really nice charitable component of what they do. There's tons of sizes. There's tons of colors. There's tons of just fits in general. Ashley and I really both like them. Yeah. There's one that you wear all the time. Which one is it? The t-shirt bra. Every day. It's a standard t-shirt bra. It's yeah, so kind of go to. Um, so you guys can check it out. We really love this company. People ask me all the time, do I really wear these? Yes, I really wear them. I think I have it on right now, actually, the black one. Um, they know there is a perfect bra size for everyone. Right now, they are offering our listeners 15% off your first order, which is awesome. You can go to thirdlove.com slash GGE now to find the perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash GGE for 15% off today. Okay, we're back talking about the love languages. Um, Yeah, I think that like what people are like wanting to like, yeah, I know what my love language is, but like, how do I tell my partner what it is? Right. Get them to do a thing that I need. Yeah. Right. Like other people want to receive it differently too. Right. I mean, you know, with guys, you just have to like, when they do what you want, just like 
Give them blowjobs. Give them blowjobs. Praise them. Like they're just kind of easy. They're more easily trained than you would think. You just have to kind of like treat them like children, like or like dogs. (laughs) Like when you train a dog with treats or children with like positive reinforcement. (laughs) Yeah, and I think that like I think so highly of men. I think that we like make fun of them a lot, but you can't expect people to be mind readers, um, and you can't expect to know how other people feel. So I was like with this guy the other day, and I was like sort of like laying on him in public and he wasn't really like giving me much back. And when we left, he was like, oh, I liked it that you were like like that in front of your friends with me. And I was like, oh, I wouldn't have known because you didn't seem that into it. Yeah. But um, I thought that was interesting that he like enjoyed it but didn't express it as much. And like, I'm not a mind reader to know that he liked that because for me, I'd be like, oh, I'm not going to do this anymore. Yeah. Um, and I don't think it's fair to expect our partners to know exactly what we need. So I, I think that you can communicate it. I had a situation with somebody, I mean, a situation, it was like a very long relationship, um, with someone who I just kind of noticed in the beginning, it was a long distance relationship and he would stay with me for a few days every time he'd come into town. And I'd really go out of my way to like make sure that I had like the food that he wanted and that my apartment was super clean. And like, I'd wear like cute little outfits I thought he would like. Um, and he never ever said before we went out, like you look nice. Mm-hmm. Um, or I'd tell him stuff that I had going on and like, for example, I was like trying to get this job and I had like struggled so hard to get this job. I'd done four interviews. It was over the course of a month. It was like killing me. I finally got the job. And instead of being like super excited for me, he said, yeah, I, I knew you would get that. Yeah. And I was like so disappointed by the reaction yeah. because I really want like verbal affirmations that mm-hmm. you're proud of me or that you think I look nice. Yeah. I'm not so insecure. I need it every five minutes, but like I need it. Yeah. Like any person. Um, and so in the beginning, I tried to be like, hey, I sort of noticed that you never say anything to me about the way I look or like my job or anything like that. And that's, that's kind of odd to me. And I tried to say it in like a nice way. I tried to say it in a nice way a bunch of times. Right. And I think that, you know, you should give your partner the opportunity to start communicating with you the way that you want. And he just flat out refused to do it. Yeah. Um, And then it became this like really shitty cycle of like, I try to lead by example also, which I think is important. So like maybe if you're not getting it from somebody, you think, okay, well I should start doing this for them. And maybe they'll pick up on it. Mm-hmm. So I would say to him, like, I'm really proud of you. I think it's so great what you're doing. He still, like, refused to reciprocate. Yeah. And then I started to, like, withhold praise on purpose. Right. And I think it became this, like, shitty cycle where, like, he'd do something that really was deserving of praise. And I just wouldn't say it. I'd, like, withhold it just to be nasty. And it's this, like, terrible cycle that's hard to break. Yeah. And I think that, like, you should communicate as much as possible on the road that way before it gets like that. Right. When I think about men and men and women if you're just not like a touchy feely person and you never have been and this person really needs that like it's tough but i think that we're all we're dynamic human beings that can change and evolve over time so i don't know i i feel like if you're like my partner really wants me to do this thing i think and you really care about them and you want to make it work i think you should work on it but if you feel totally unnatural doing it and this person really needs it, maybe you're just not a match. Well, what you know? would you do? Like you say you're not very like physical. Like how do you feel when somebody wants you to like touch them in public? I, I don't know. I'm so weird about the physical thing. I am physical with the person I'm dating. Like I just am, you know, like I remember a point in my relationship with an ex of mine where I was like, we are literally doing all the love languages 
all day long. We are perfect. Like, I'm just like, everything's there. I do stuff for him. He does stuff for me. We got the quality time. We got the words of affirmation. We got the gifts. He's bringing me flowers. We got the physical touch. Like I remember being out a bar with him and he just was like, had his arm around me and his hand on my leg. And I'm just like, oh, we are perfect. We are nailing it on every front. And I think when you really are in like such a great place with somebody and you're like, you, you all, everything's aligned. Um, obviously it didn't work out, but I mean, as far as the physical touch goes, I, I don't know. Like I wouldn't want somebody that never wanted to touch me in public. Like it's especially really important to me. I mean, if you go to like a fancier event, you know, I just want someone to kind of have his hand on the small on my back or, you know, I don't need someone to ever open a car door for me, but every once in a while on a date night, it's, it's fun. And there's different like cute things like that, that I appreciate, but I don't want someone to smother me. I think it's a fine line. I'm just trying to think like, I really like physical touch, but like you said, hand on the small of my back, we take a walk, you hold my hand. I don't know how I would deal with it if somebody was like physically uncomfortable doing it. Like that doesn't make them the devil. But like, I don't know if somebody refuses to touch me in public, like I don't like it and I take it personal. Yeah. I don't like, I don't feel like this is not a big deal. I feel like it's personal. Yeah. Like you're embarrassed of me and that's probably not the case. Yeah. And when I'm in a place of being in love with somebody, being in a a relationship with somebody, I mean, I want to hold hands and I want to do all that stuff too. And I, I don't know, I've never, I feel like I haven't really totally encounter that where the guy just wouldn't do it. Yeah. You know, I just think that if somebody isn't giving you the love language you want, you can ask yourself like, what are they giving me and how are they trying to show love? Because like this particular guy, like, yeah, no words of no verbal affirmations, but like, like that. Yeah. I remember like I said, what did what did he do? So do anything? Yeah, he did. So like I said to him, like, I just feel like you never say that you're excited to see me or like that you're proud of me and like that you're excited to be around me and like really hurt my feelings. And he said, how can you say that? Every time you come here, I go out of my way. I plan all these things for us. I have mm-hmm. concert tickets for us and, and festivals and I make reservations of places I think that you're going to like. And, you know, I, I make plans with my friends. I get baseball tickets so that, like, we can do stuff that you're going to like. How can you say that you think I'm not excited? Yeah. And he thought in his mind that he, that's how he showed his love to me. Yeah. And those are really nice special things, you know, that, like, he would find a museum exhibit he thought I liked. Yeah. Um, and make dinner reservations ahead of time and that's how he showed me love. It just... I don't know. Like I personally don't need the dinner reservation. I'd rather you just tell me I look pretty and hold my hand and take a walk. Right. And so you guys were not a match. Like, not and so that's what exactly what you're saying. I think is what people might want to know is like, we are so not on the same page. I'm like, you might not be a match. Like, I don't think it should always be a struggle. I really don't. I think that if you tell somebody, Hey, I could use a little bit more of this and they step up to the plate. But if you are totally not communicating on any of those levels, I just don't know that you're supposed to be together. And I don't, I don't know. I think maybe you just call it. You know, like if, if if you are not meant to be with that guy, it's, it's so apparent, like you are a person that needs those things and you wouldn't match with somebody that just wasn't built that way. Totally. And I it don't, just didn't work. So I still always say that the right relationships should be easier. Like they shouldn't be a struggle and you shouldn't be pushing while the other person's pulling and butting heads and things like that. And I think this kind of falls along the same lines, but I think that the best type of relationships are ones where you make your feelings known and you say, this is what I'm looking for in a relationship. And the person just does it. Yeah. I mean, you should always give a person the opportunity to give you what you need. And yeah. like, you're, you're so right. That person just wasn't a match for me. And like, I saw it spiraling into a really bad place. Like I saw myself purposely not doing things just to be a bitch. Yeah. Um, and that is a terrible way to be. And we did, we just called it, you know? Yeah. And I remember when I broke up with him and I just said, like, I think this is sort of run its course. 
and I'm not in love with you and I don't think you're in love with me and I don't think it's ever going to be like that. And he said, yeah, I think it's great that we have this conversation now before we're doing terrible things to each other and hurling insults at each other. And we had this like super mature and then he brought up the love languages. Yeah. Uh, we had this super mature conversation and we're still friends to this day. And like, yeah. I like that because like, I remember like I was traveling a lot and a couple people had asked me out on a date and I thought to myself like, oh my God, I just like want to be on a date with somebody that like holds my hand and tells me how great I yeah. am. And like, I remember thinking like, I could just cheat on this person. I can get the things that I want from somebody else and get the things that he gives me from him. And I never, ever wanted to do that. And so like, we just called it. Yeah. And I think that, yeah, I mean, all you can do is just try to get it from somebody. Yeah. But and, yeah, and at the end of the day, it should be easy. And it wasn't. Right. And I mean, as far as the, the the ones that are my two primary, the quality time, also just to stress, like quality time, the keyword there is quality. That's why it's such a big thing for me. Like I don't have tons of time. For me, it is quality over quantity. So I think there's, diff there's a difference there with people that are just like, they want to spend all their time with you versus like, let's just like prioritize our time together. Like I think set date nights is a huge thing to do in a relationship. I think it is like one of the best things you can do is our date night is Monday, our date night is Thursday, whatever it is. That is like the prime indicator of quality time. You prioritize that time. You make plans in advance. Uh, the words of affirmation, if I... Um, have dated a few guys that just weren't really open about how they felt and they weren't really communicative. They were probably showing their love and affection other ways and we just weren't a match. I'm probably never going to be able to be with somebody that's not really self-aware, that doesn't communicate openly. It's just not for me. It's just how I am. Yeah. So it's just going to, we're just going to kind of butt heads and you kind of know that going in. Like, I don't think I could try to change somebody that wasn't ever openly expressing their emotions and their feelings and doing words of affirmation and just change them into the guy for me. <laughs> I mean, I think that you can, relationships should make you grow and make you better and yeah. healthier. But like if what the person is asking of you is just something that's not innate to you and they're just constantly fucking nagging you. Like I just nagged him all right. the time. Yeah. Like I was, I mean, it got to the point where I was like, you just never tell me I look pretty. You never <laughs> tell me you're proud of me. You're never excited about anything. And like, he was like, I can't have this fucking conversation anymore. Yeah. Like, and I don't blame him. I, like you can't just base on a person all the time about their shortcomings. Like they're going to either change naturally or they're not, but you can't just spend every day being like, you're not like this and I don't like yeah. it. Yeah, then you need to break up. Yeah. Also, you should have, um, everybody should read this book. I actually think, I think I got this, I think I got that guy to read this book, actually. I think it's important. It's an easy read. Yeah, and sure. yeah, it's it's super. You fly through it, and you can skim it and get the, the the idea. But I think it's that's one of those things. It's cheaper than therapy that you can be like. I just don't feel like we're communicating. And there's this whole concept of love languages if they don't really know what that is. And like maybe you could read this book and we could discuss it because it's eye opening to some people. Yeah, and I think that sometimes like men, it's not that they don't want to communicate with you. They just don't have the language. Yeah. Nobody taught them. Men don't sit around yeah. and talk about this stuff with their friends. It's so true. When he told me that we had different love languages, I was like, what girl fucking told you that? How'd you learn that word? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And he, he was like, I was talking to like a girlfriend of mine. I was like, oh, I'm talking about our relationship to a girlfriend of yours. Yeah. What's her name? Yeah. I just think that there is definitely a way to be straight up open and honest and have these conversations and be like, can you read this book? And I, you know, I recommend that too, but I think you can show men and I'm speaking because I'm speaking to women here because most of you guys are listeners are women, like show men that positive reinforcement when they, when they do things. Like I think I was talking about this with, with our friend Bobby, second impression Bobby the other day of like, I think men need compliments and positive reinforcement and their ego strokes so much more than women realize. Like, I don't think it, 
I think you can be kind of bitchy and be a diva like me, but I think you have to balance it with like compliments and like making a man feel wanted and feel good about himself and stuff like that. And I think sometimes women forget that that's important to them too. If a, if you really want this thing and let's say you want flowers or you want physical touch or you want this thing, like let them know how much you appreciate it. I, that's, I can't stress that enough. Like I think, every relationship should be give and take, but I think showing appreciation on both sides is so wildly important. I'm glad you said that. You know, like if you, I really love when people bring me coffee in the morning, I've said it again, that is like, is my love languages. That's my sixth love language is like bringing me coffee in the morning. And Oh my God, any guy that's ever done that. It's like, drop your pants, you know, like, thank you so much. You're so hot. Oh my God, get in this pussy. Like, it's just like, no, I'm just kidding. Or just like, compliments and thank you and appreciation I think is so key. And I think that's the easy way to start is like getting your partner to speak to you in this language and showing them how much you appreciate it. Yeah. I feel like everybody, I totally agree. And I think that like you should always acknowledge when somebody does something nice for you and not think that it's just coming to you. Yeah. Um, And I think that everybody just wants to feel needed at the end of the day. Yeah. You know, like I don't necessarily need somebody, but like when I'm in a relationship, like I want to feel like they need me for certain things, whether it's like confidence or cuddling or whatever it is. Um, I want to feel needed. I think there's different ways to express that. And you should absolutely say thank you when you get it. I feel like we you said cuddling. So now I want to talk about cuddling. I love cuddling so much. <laughs> I cannot get enough of it. I want to, I do. I want to be touched all the time. You like are, you are very touchy. Bear. I am. And it's funny because like people are always like, you must've grown up in like a touchy household. My mom, it's so weird hugging her. Like we just don't hug. Yeah. Like my mom. Well, that's why you're like that. Yeah. My mom is like acts of service. She is like the best person in a crisis, but like she won't hug you. Yeah. Or tell you that she's proud of you. Yeah. Maybe that's why I need it so much from other people. Like, wanna, okay. Let's talk about cuddling. Well, <laughs> You do, you are like super affectionate, even like with your girlfriends. And like, I think we were like in, we were in Atlantic city and you and like Louisa or somebody early or somebody, you guys were like all like touchy and like rubbing each other's arm. I'm like, never do that to me. I would never touch you. I'd never, ever touch you. Sometimes I'll cuddle up to Kate because she's kind of prickly too. So it's like, we're fine. I know she's not going to get too emotional on me, but like, I'm just not, I'm just not like that. Cuddling. I love intimacy. I really do. I love to be close to somebody, be like all wrapped up and tangled and like legs and arms together. But then we got to part ways now and go to sleep. Sleeping, yeah. You got, Ken, who is out here spooning till they fall asleep? Me. You are? <laughs> I slept like all week. I slept like spooning and holding hands all week. <laughs> I actually threw up in her no, mouth. No, 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 no. No, I told you that the guy that I slept with was was physically affectionate. I thought it was really sweet. It was just too hot to do so. So if you're going <laughs> to touch you, it has to be air conditioned. But I felt like he wanted to have like a hand on me, like hold my hand, and which I really think is cute. I felt like this is, I don't deserve this. Like I'm a bad person. You're <laughs> too sweet for me. Like you really want to make sure we're like touching at all times. It's very cute. I like that. I like to be touched at all times. Or like if your feet touch, your hands touch, like, yeah, I, I've definitely been in bed with guys where I'm like, you stay on that side of the king bed. We can hold hands from across our side. I need that. You're, I totally forgot that. My ex and I lived with for three years. We would like cuddle and he would always stay up later than me and I'd roll over to go to sleep. But I always liked a part of his body to touch To me. touch, yeah. And that's fine too. Also, a lot of this is based on the temperature in the room. I mean, like <laughs> when we, when I was in Denver and we were in, the, I was in bed with that guy, when he, if he even put like an arm on me, I, it was, I could feel the heat. And I was like, I'm so sorry. You can't touch me. <laughs> you can't touch me. <laughs> I do like waking up with somebody snuggling because it's the quickest way to slip into sex. Yeah. 
It's the best way to slip into lazy sex. I don't even have to move. I know. It is nice. Love morning like, sex. I am such that person that's like, we can be, we can lay here and be like all wrapped up in each other. And then like, but we're going to have to roll away because I got to get some sleep. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> I will cuddle 24 hours a day. <laughs> I will receive words of affirmation and cuddling. <laughs> At all times. Yeah. Words of affirmation. I mean, come on, guys. You know, I, my, my dirty talk is telling me how telling great me I am. Telling me you're pretty. Telling me how great I am. Um, I thought it'd be funny to talk about 2019 <laughs> love languages, <laughs> which is Instagram likes, <laughs> comments. That's it. Just Instagram. No, just show me your love on Instagram. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I want to change these for 2019. Okay. So we have comments of affirmation. <laughs> Acts of service. You like my Instagram post. No, you sent me a meme. <laughs> That's gift giving, no? Acts of service. You postmate food. Acts of service As, is acts Spotify of... playlist to make because you're like, you're servicing my day. Like if I need something zen, like after I almost got hit by that car earlier, somebody sent me a zen playlist. I, I like that. Um, we have a really good, spoiler alert, Spotify playlist, Psycho or Power Move coming in hot in a few. I don't know this one. I'm so um, excited. Yeah, it's from Jenny Jones. She sent it. I can't wait. I think gifts, acts of service. I think all this stuff can best be expressed in snacks. I can't express enough how guys should be getting girls snacks at all times. Um, if you just walk in when we have a date or whatever and you have just a snack pack of Doritos that cost you 50 cents. Do you understand how far that goes? I think, and yeah, like Instagram comments. I do, like when I'm dating somebody, like I do kind of want them to be all over my Instagram. Uh, it really yeah. gets me going. That's how they can show pride in what I'm doing yes, is like liking I want a photo. Of flame me. emojis. Yes, if I am deep-throating two microphones on stage, I think you should like that photo and comment on it. That's yeah. my girl. Yeah, like I remember like that guy, I talked about him earlier that I was kind of smitten with a guy earlier this year and he was so flirty with me on my Instagram, like very open about the, the flirtation. Yeah. And I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. I just like the guys were like, Hey, I'm out here. Like, yeah. I don't care if other people know. I love it so much. It's, it's just, just a turn on. It's just like, if you're not doing that, like, what are you, what are you doing? What yeah. Are you try I, I don't know. I know it sounds like petty, but I'm like, what are you trying to hide? Well, also some people aren't all, some people aren't big on social media, if you're but not if they're on active social on social time. media and they're not like showing you the love, like, I don't, I don't like it. I just think it's, I mean, to me, if you're active on social media and if you're liking Jen Selter's photos and not mine, what's going on? Exactly. Okay. Well, I think we can end our love language discussion with Instagram as it, as it should be. And we have a really special guest. So um, without further ado. This is big. This is big. I'm glad that you said that. In the house studio with us and Dewey today, we have a surprise guest for you guys. Yes. He is a Girls Gotta Eat all-star, if you will. One of my favorite episodes, um, Doing It Doggy Style, which Ashley wanted it to be about pets. It sort of is. Um, he is one of the few people we let open our shows and be part of our live shows. We love him so much. You know him as Puddles, Andrew Collins. Yo, yo. Hey, hey. I'm here, everybody. It's me, Andrew, from the live shows. Also from the other dogs got it, dogs puddle and eat. It's your boy, Puddle. It's your boy, Puddle. <laughs> barrel, barrel, dry dick, barrel. Um, okay. Okay. We had to start recording because Ashley was telling us something crazy. 
and I just need to get it on the air. Yeah. She was talking about how she felt this guy's balls, his long balls. Long balls. And I was like, okay, in what scenario? Like when you were blowing him, when you were having sex, it was like smacking again. She was like, no, I just reached my hand in his pants to like see what he was working with. And I'm so fascinated by this. Like you bypassed the shaft and went straight to the sack. I... <laughs> I I always like to look. I always like to feel around down there uh-huh. because I don't want to be surprised. Like even if a guy's grinding up on you with a hard dick, you still don't really know what you're working with, and I don't want to be like, oh my god, it's so small or big. So I always reach a hand down there into the sack. It, I touch the dick. Okay, I, where were you? You're in the bedroom. The, yeah, on okay. in a bed. What's he wearing? Is he in jeans still? Now we're probably in boxers. Okay. So I just like you're in boxers. Both of them. She has put on his boxers <laughs> yeah. to touch his balls. I put on his boxers and rubs his balls on my face. No, I. So you reach, reach my hand a, down yeah. there, like you know, how, like you you start touching each other. Yeah. yeah, like the guy he's already touched my vagina. So I reach my hair down there to like feel it, and then I just felt the balls. They were a little on the longer side. I was telling you, I don't even know if I really grabbed for them. They like swung into my hand. They popped up and they were like, nice to know you. <laughs> Did you cuff them? Did you give them I a t- cuff? Yeah, I give them a little cuff. Did you, you get all the way to the bottom of them? Or you go to the go- tank? I didn't hit the tank. Is your arm long enough? I just like, I just kind of go down there and I start feeling around. So I don't know how sexy that is. No, <laughs> like I love- you're Helen Keller. Yeah. <laughs> the way you're moving your hands. <laughs> yeah. Like, I just like to know what's down there. Mm-hmm. Like I'll, you know, I think there's a lot of like nerve endings and all kinds of stuff down there you can play with. Like I'll like have longer nails. I'll like rub my nails up in, in like inside of a guy's thighs. Like all that stuff is so sensitive for them. I get very ticklish and it actually ruins it for me. On the ball sack? Some girls will go overboard like they just saw it in a porn or something and uh-huh. they'll rub the inside of your legs and yeah. like and tease you. I'm like, I'm so ticklish. You're tickling me. I'm not getting hard. If anything, my dick's going inside my body. I'm all balls. That's all you're going to feel. You don't even have to bypass because my balls are above my dick because you're tickling me and I'm ticklish. Okay, but I will say I I am ball... I don't know what to call it. I don't know what to do with balls. I am. I find that so interesting. I know because like I will do pretty much anything with anybody's body. Balls parts. are fun. If you're, if, I don't know what to do with If you dig them. in on them and then you're grabbing the dick and giving a handy while you're getting a ballsy in the mouthy. It's pretty nice. You mean I like stroke their dick with my hand. I put the balls in my mouth. But yeah. what do I do when the balls are in my mouth? That's my question. Do I don't I know if I, I don't know if I put balls in my mouth. I'm sure I've done it before. It's not. I just think I'm going, I'm feeling around down there out of curiosity. Like I'm like, oh, here's your dick. Oh, here's your balls. Like there's a lot of stuff down there to, to see what's mm-hmm. going on. But after you're done with like your Indiana Jones exploratory mission, like what do you do with balls? They just like bump into me while we have sex. But you don't, you're not like playing, you're not like sucking on a ball. You no. don't suck a sack. Suck on a ball can actually hurt. Balls are very sensitive. I touch the balls if I'm giving a blowjob. You do? Yeah. You cup the balls. You just cup, you just hold them in your hand. I'm genuinely curious. I like to, I like if you'd like, I like to go like, they they feel kind of like there's like two marbles. balls. Like marbles. Like stress balls. Yeah, like it's the, your fidget spinner. It helps you relax yeah, your mouth. Yeah, like I think they feel, I love the way they feel. They feel like you just have like They're a fun. sack Balls of marbles. Fun. So you do it for relaxation purposes for yourself? <laughs> no, it's because I hate sucking dick that much that I need like a, a therapy ball. Also, when you fly, you grab long balls. You bring a little little truck nuts on the plane. If I go, if I take a trip with this guy yeah. and I'm like, oh, there's turbulence. I just reach yeah, my hand reach out, out his grab, pants. Yeah. I got to cruise past I the shaft. Get that ball. shaft out of the way. I'm telling you right now, you guys make merch, stress balls, but look like testicles. You wouldn't be fucking billionaires. You call them stress-ticles? Stress-ticles. Oh, Brilliant. my God. Should Dude. we even say this? Huh? Should, someone might steal it. Oh, someone this. might steal it. No, well, we copyright. it's ours. It's copyrighted. It's ours. We own yeah. this. Stress-ticles. Maybe I'll do a stress-ticles. 
Andrew, stop. Stressy. Stressy. All right, stay in your lane. Okay, right. sorry, my bad. And I thought I came up with the idea. Stressicles is so yeah, great. Yeah, Stressicles is great. I love to see Stressicles out there in public. It would be so what with hair. Are you going to put hair on them? Yeah. This is the thing about truck nuts. They never come with hair. What are truck nuts? Oh, you don't oh, know what truck nuts well, you, are? You, you do? Rain hasn't spent a lot of time in the South. Oh, well, her daddy lives down there in Dallas now. <laughs> that's fair. There's yeah, a, but he married somebody from there, so I reject uh, So truck nuts are, it. they put nuts on the back of a truck, oh. and they just dangle, these metal nuts, yeah. hairless nuts that just sit on what the back nuts? of it. nuts? Like they're metal balls? Yeah, yeah they are. Look like a ball sack. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is like a, a cool thing in the South. See, Ashley just grabbing them, like pulling up behind. Hey, can I just touch your truck nuts? I got to relax. She's miming them in the air, just haphazardly. Just driving too close, licking her lips. <laughs> Give me, let me just touch the truck I don't, nuts. Look, I don't want to be on the record as saying I love balls. I just like to know what's going on down there. Yeah. I like to know what, yeah. like the, the hair situation. I just like to I feel like around. Taint. I like a taint play. Yeah. And then if we, once yeah. things yeah. are really hot and heavy, I'll like, touch a little bit of the like anal area. Okay. That's my other question. I don't my stick a arms, finger up there, but I like to get back in there. Guys. I mean, no one can deny that they like the way that feels, but I my arms are too short to do it during sex. There's no way I can get down there during sex. Oh, to what um, to do what I like always want to like touch somebody's butt or like taint. Like when I'm fucking my arms won't reach. Okay. They're just too short. Have you <laughs> actually laughing? Oh my God. What if you fought? I mean, well, what missionary you can't reach. What about doggy? You could reach. I don't know that I I'm. Can't t- I'm not trying to touch somebody's oh. butthole when I'm fucking them. It's more when you're just like foreplaying around, yeah. touching around, yeah, exploring each other's you know what body. Was fun. I used the <laughs> uh, her, her he vibrator. Says that to me. It's so creepy. No. Yes. I'm like, please stop. Every time you say, what? It, give it me makes- the, no. I'm dying. What does he say? <laughs> no, no, no. Oh my god. What's stop. this? That's like his dirty talking. He says, <laughs> "I want to explore your body." Yes. I'm gonna Who is he? John Mayer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he writes few songs about it. Ew, Raina. No, I couldn't deal. Talk. Your little body is a wonderland. He's good at dirty talk. I'm just, I'm training him. Okay. And he said the words, "I want to explore your body. I'm uh, gonna die." Who is he, Magellan? <laughs> this is horrible. What is it, John? That's what I said. It's like the quickest way to get me to not fuck you. Yeah. Like, please take it out of your vocabulary. Don't use any old words. All right. Well, the taint is fun though. Yeah. I put her vibrator on my taint. I right. did that to somebody yeah. recently and he went crazy. Yeah. He never talked to me again after that. Oh, well, that's. Yeah. Yeah, but he's canceled. He's canceled. I saw him in the elevator yesterday. What are we talking so about? So, Andrew, yeah, that's a, that's a spoiler alert. You are in a relationship. You've been on our podcast before. You were single. You've been single for a long time. Just uh, 148 months. Right. So you're in this relationship <laughs> with yeah. this math in my head. I'm like, that's Since college, I have not had a real girlfriend. I had one girlfriend for like three months, but it ended very poorly. Right. So literally yeah. like almost 20 years you weren't in a relationship. Yeah. I've been holding out. So you found this girl. <laughs> or no one would date. She's half your age. <laughs> Uh, if you do the math, yes. She slid, she slid into <laughs> your DMs, right? She slid in. Yeah, she slid in. Not hard. A casual, casual slide? A gentle slide. What'd she say again? She said, uh, I want to eat your asshole. Right. But she didn't <laughs> mention the taint, so it's casual. But she wrote it in all She's like, I want to roll your testicles between my hands when I'm stressed. I want to bypass that shaft and go straight <laughs> into the taintsicle. Stressicles. Uh, I... <laughs> She, uh, no, she just wrote, I wrote some video. I, I was in Pittsburgh and she just, I videotaped like an old bridge and she's like a shitty bridge. She's like, I love bridges. And then no, 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 she wrote beautiful about the bridge, like a joke, but one word. So it didn't seem thirsty. Uh-huh. Okay. But she, apparently she noticed that I was checking out her story. So she knew I was into it. So but how did you even know who she was? Because she wrote one thing. Okay. So then, you, like, I don't know. Then how did you guys even connect? 
Oh, because she wrote the DM. No, but like how you had looked at her stories. Who? How do you know who she was? Was she someone to maybe she you? Fi- maybe she liked one of my. She must have photos. found you from like a podcast or something. She did. Oh, she found you from Girls guys we fuck. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I know. I'm sorry. We could pretend Girls that we fucked. it's girl. Yeah. Um, that's what it was. Yeah. She knew who you were from mm-hmm. from being a comedian. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going great. <laughs> You say that so sure. Uh, yeah, it's going good. We just went to Miami. Yeah. Living La Vida trip. Loca. Your first trip together? Yeah, first trip ever together. He, uh, first trip I've ever had with anyone. Except with, with Nikki. Well, yes. Yeah. But a girlfriend-wise, it's uh, it's 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 interesting. Cause, Can I read your post today? Yeah. Okay. This is Andrew's post today on Instagram. <laughs> Spent the weekend in Miami with my girlfriend. First time she's ever been on the road with me. She learned a few things about me on the road that she wasn't thrilled about. One, I like to take a nice three-hour nap before my show so I'm well-rested. Two, I like to go to bed right after the show so I can get my usual 12 hours of sleep. And three, you can have one drink from the mini bar and anything more than that, we are going fucking Dutch. <laughs> this is so funny to me. Motherfucker, it, she it had a $6 Evian water. A $6. And then That's she goes, I'm going to get another one. I go, uh, no, you're fucking not. That's bold. Because we also bought a $5 toothpaste. This is where I went insane. Okay, you want to know where I got angry? And when, she might hit listen the ele- to when she hit the $11 mark, you were like, bitch, yeah. you Oh, you know I get cut off at 10 Now, Now, no, listen to what happened. We're at the airport. We're at the airport going there. Hudson News. Neither one of us have toothpaste, okay? okay. She wants to spend $5 on a toothpaste. I go, look. The nerve. Baby. I go, baby. I go baby cakes. I go baby crab cakes. I go baby crab lobster cakes. I look at her in her eyes, and this is what I say to her. I go, baby, <laughs> I go, we could get free toothpaste at the hotel. She goes, it's not free there. I go, baby, baby cakes. Can you just listen to me, baby cakes? I go to a hotel every weekend. <laughs> I know that it's free toothpaste, baby. And she goes, yeah, but it doesn't have whitening in it. I go, baby. <laughs> I'm not spending $5 just to have whitening for a day and a half for three brushes. Maybe it's important to her. I fucking bought it, obviously. But then, I love that the solution wasn't that she just buys her own toothpaste. Well, right. I was buying the other stuff. And now I got to say this. I mean, I got to give it out to her. She pays for She makes more money than me. She's okay. more successful. Okay. And we definitely go Dutch a lot. Like, I'll buy a dinner. Yeah. And then she'll buy six. And yeah. then I'll leave yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, I'll buy a dinner. She'll buy a dinner. Like, we're very good at, like, going And then you back. Venmo request her. Yeah, Venmo request. Yeah, up 20% more. No, but no. <laughs> You're like, making money off of her. <laughs> the end goal in a relationship is, are you making profit. money? Are you profiting? <laughs> Dude, honestly, though, it does go a long way. When like, you make money off your shit, you have to together. <laughs> Yeah, when my significant other is a woman who makes way more money than me and I don't have to do anything. That's why I'm dating Ashley, for money. Oh, that's so <laughs> oh smart. God. That's why I still talk to my mom. I so, bought Ashley mascara the other day. That's why she's dating me, too. i got to keep my girl happy. That dude, really I used sweet. her facial really wash. Sweet. She has this decor day. Have you ever heard of this? No. no. It's like $300. What? She got for her birthday. Someone works there. And I, oh. it's oh three God. steps. Yeah. Milk cleanse. Like you, you, you rub look it on. at yeah. least two months younger. Two months? Yeah, you look great. Thanks. That is funny, though. Like, a, oh. this is the first time you've used, like, fancy skincare. It's a game changer. It really is. What was I doing? Why was I spending money on fucking, like, a Gap shirt? All my Gap shirts. I could have traded in for a soap wash. So, okay. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Okay. Well, so first great. of all, you have a podcast. I do. That, I just started it. That launch. Uh-huh. So we want to promote that, and then we're going to play this game with you. Okay. You All right. Tell everybody so, about it. Talk about it. All right. Well, my podcast. Yeah. Okay. I'm not good at uh, self promotion, but 
It's called Puddles with Andrew Collin. Okay. It's called Puddles. A lot of people are wondering, like, what's the name? What's the deep meaning behind it? And I'll tell you. Uh, one girl, just one girl, one time, yeah. uh, accidentally wrote me uh, that I make her puddles in her panties. Wasn't it after it was our act, podcast? That, that feels like I think this was after our podcast. Probably. I think this was a girl's It was after eat. one of our shows. And our it was live probably shows. from my lisp. Definitely not sexual. But it was sexual. Like, I really, it, and then I ran with it. I called myself Puddle Boy, and I never looked back. So... Thank you, one girl. So anyway. So Wait, pu- did you confirm that it was sexual? Yes, I did. You did. Because you asked Nikki, her. Because Nikki didn't believe it. She so didn't believe that it was you sexual. Asked, she like, thought that she laughed so hard she that pissed That she her peed. Pants. And then you asked her, right? Yeah. What'd you say? I go, hey. hey did you mean that? You I, mean come? Do you mean this in a sexual <laughs> nature? And she said yes. <laughs> she said she blocked me. <laughs> no, I don't so know. you're dating her now. Yeah, we're, yeah so that's Sarah. That's your, that's your girlfriend. Yeah. But yeah, I just want to say that you did confirm that she met in a sexual way. Yes. Because no one believed you. No one believed me. <laughs> no one still does. I believe you. I think right. you're a handsome man and you're wonderful. You're one of our favorite guests. That's why you're an all-star. Thank so you're you. the only person we've invited back. So here's what happened with you. you so I started a podcast. Well, okay. you retired the name Puddles. Puddle Boy. And then you took it off all your stuff and mm-hmm. then you started a podcast named Puddles. Yeah. And so then I brought back <laughs> So you back really Puddle teased Boy. us. Yeah, I did. I, I took it away and then I brought it back. It's uh, no one knew it was gone. Right. <laughs> Look, I'm happy about it. Let me be so puddles with Andrew Collin. There's no theme. I'm going no theme. Everyone does a theme. No theme. You're going against the grain. It's okay. about nothing. We can't stress this enough about absolutely <laughs> nothing whatsoever. Right. You are not good at promoting it. But you tell a lot of your stories. No, some I tell, of the best no. stories okay. ever. It's about a lot of things. Yeah. Okay. It's about nothing and everything. It's, it's, about everything. it's Seinfeld, actually. <laughs> Andrew invented Seinfeld. <laughs> It's so if you go to my podcast, expect Seinfeld, but better, but dirtier. No, no. So I tell stories. I'm going to bring on guests. I talk to my producer. We go over a topic. I think it's really fun. Like, honestly, like I really do think you'll put it on and you're going to laugh a lot and you're going to feel better about your day. I tell a lot of true stories and a lot of like, I've been through a lot of shit and now I think I've come out on the other side, somewhat happier. And, uh, and I partied a lot. I've did everything wrong. You could possibly do. I've been fired thousands of times. Wow. I've, I've You've had money. I had not money, had money. Lost money. Yeah. I cheated on every on all my college. I yeah, I've been beat up. I've beaten people. Like whatever. Everything has gone if wrong. Everything can happen to a person. But then I started after. therapy and I went to a psychiatrist and I'm on drugs now and I have a great girlfriend and my life is finally turning around and I'm a full time comic. I'm not a dog walker anymore. Yes. We've so, got, we all, we've been friends with you. Yeah. We've got to watch your transformation. It's so beautiful. It's all from us. <laughs> you are so welcome. Thank you. No, listen, it's not just us. It's, it's Nikki too. It's Nikki. Nikki Glayden. It's all women. And Corinne and Christina. Look, yeah. the five of us, mm-hmm. you have built your career on our backs. Yes. On our yes. vaginas. One, yes. Dangling your ball sack mm-hmm. one by one. One by one. And thank you. If it wasn't for better, stronger, more beautiful women in my life, I would never be a quarter of the puddle boy I am today. And I want to thank you guys. You're welcome. Because when people start our show, I always tell them to start with your episode. It's funny. It's so good. I can't breathe. It's so funny. It's, yeah, it's such a classic. We listened to it. We were, um, this is in Portland. So this is like a month ago. We both had, we both, you mentioned you were listening to it. And so I queued it up and we're like, God, that was so good. 
It's oh. so good. So anyway, guys, if you want to go back and listen to that, if you haven't, it's called Doing It Doggy Style. It was, geez, last summer, over early a, summer. Yeah, a year ago. Over a year ago, maybe maybe June-ish of 2018. And listen to Andrew's Puddles podcast, iTunes, Spotify, everywhere. iTunes, not Spotify yet. It's on iTunes, Google Play, and it's on YouTube. And then watch it on YouTube, yeah. which I love that you're doing the video component. Yeah. Um, and we want to do this game with you. And you guys are going to be on the podcast we'll be on it when soon. you come back. Fuck yeah. I know. I'm excited. I'm so excited about this. It's like the first time I have unleashed on to a more successful woman and I'm doing it myself. It so I'll probably fail. You still have a cool woman producer. Well, I've leached on. I've leached on to Ashley. I mean, everybody has to yeah. leach on to yeah, somebody we're all else. Leeches. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Except You're really wet. Ashley's, like, Ashley's like, I know. I can I know. <laughs> you can stop saying it. <laughs> it makes it feel real. Yeah. Because it is. Okay. All right, guys. Baby. Baby, baby cake. Okay. Okay. What's the game? All right, we're playing Psycho or Power Move with you. Okay. We you played this on our Christmas Eve episode, I think. Mm -hmm. So we we loved all the stuff you had to say. Psycho or Power Move, obviously, guys. Self-explanatory. You send us the things that you've done or someone's done to you, and we determine if it is Psycho or Power Move. I have one. This is from a friend of mine, Jenny Jones. I've talked about her numerous times in this podcast. She just went through a breakup and. That's kind of, I mean, whatever. She's single, but this is her first date post breakup. Okay. So she said, story time. I went on my first date since my breakup with a guy named, wait for it, same name as her ex. <laughs> um, it was, it was okay. Cute. He's from Washington. He doesn't drink upside down, smiley face, but whatever. Told him I was driving to Atlanta and he offered to make me a playlist. Cute. It was actually pretty good. Then I happened to look at the other playlist he has, hold for photos. There's one named Jenny. There's one named Olivia. <laughs> there's one named Anna. Maybe he has a lot of sisters. <laughs> and then he goes, he goes, he writes her any opinion on the playlist. And she goes, he goes two out of five, maybe a three. She goes, I give it a four. What did Anna and Olivia think of theirs? <laughs> oh my God. And what did he say to that? I don't know if he's responded. Is that the end of it? I think that was the end of it. She busted him. That is funny. How many names were there? There was like three other girls' names addition, in addition to her. What if he actually sent her like multiple of the other girls' names? But he clearly... her. her she, ha, she Did saw, she listen to the other playlist? <laughs> How we we have to find out. If like the other playlists were like fire songs That's and what like I'm mine was terrible, I'd be so insulted. Well, this is the thing. If there were all the same songs and he just changed the names, I'd be more insulted. If he did change it up and he literally has okay. 40 different songs, I mean, this guy, I mean, he's a he's psycho. personalizing but it. Yeah, he personalizes it. I actually it's, don't think it's that crazy if he has like four different ones with four different girls. Like, I would want mine to be personalized. When did he make them? How far apart? Do we know that? Right, no. That'd be interesting to know. You know what I mean? Sorry, I don't have more details for you guys, but. No, no, no. So do I think this is psycho or a power move But on whose part? On his part? I mean, I think it's a power move that she called him out on it. I don't think it's a breaker. I really don't. I don't think it's that weird. I think it's nice that he actually went through with it. Um, if you make me a personalized yes. mix, I think that's a power move. I think it's fucking cool. That yeah. that gets me wet. All right. Probably. Do you want to? Let's do the next one. Okay. I haven't read these, so you and I are going to find out about okay. this at the same exact time. I was seeing this guy last year. I told him I wasn't looking for anything serious, just wanting to have fun and hook up a little. He did not understand that. Even after several times of me reminding him, he kept pushing for me to be his girlfriend. Oh, poor you. I don't know how much <laughs> you know about Utah, but it is pretty religious and I'm not anymore. But this guy tells me that he has, in quotes, prayed to know if we should get married in the future and God told him yes. 
What? I told him I did not see our relationship going in that direction because, as I told him several times before, I didn't even want a serious relationship, let alone to get married yet. He would not take no for an answer. I kept saying that I needed to pray and receive the answers he was getting. After After much pestering, I decided to give him what he wanted. I sent him Snapchats of me sitting in front of one of the Mormon temples here with a Bible out with the caption praying about us. I'll get back to you. Later that night, I took a Bible, bookmarked a random page and stuck a post-it on it that said, and Jesus said, never going to happen. And I dropped it off at his house. Never heard back from the guy. What? Okay. This guy's, this is a true psycho. He brought God into it. He was like, God says we're supposed to be together. That is the most manipulative religious bullshit. Okay. I will say in his... This is not like super defensible, but like some people, I guess, really do believe in. I mean, I, I'm not one to believe in religion, and they're like, I think, and also they're like, I don't want to sleep with you until we get married, whatever. For the fuck sure, it is. but like, yeah, you're. It's so manipulative to be like, and God wants this, and you don't have free will because God is telling you. That yes, we need to do like this. she was like, and I love that she went to the temple <laughs> and was like, I prayed about it, and uh, never gonna happen. Can we just reiterate? She took a Bible, yes, bookmarked a page, stuck a post-it in it, and said, and Jesus said this is never going to happen and dropped it off at his house. I mean, it's strong. I wonder how he had to have been annoying as fuck. Like, Absolutely. like the pestering, like he must have, every day he must've been like, Hey, God, God wants I've been me praying to, about yeah, this. Yeah, I've been, every last night I prayed and uh, God is like, yeah, you need to get on your knees and, and blow me because that's what Jesus would want. And then she'll be like, no, I don't want to do that. He was like, yeah, but Jesus, you want Jesus? How can you argue with Jesus? Are you going to argue against Jesus? No, I mean, he's our Lord to. and savior. And then, she, I mean, it obviously made her insane because like to go and do all of that. I would. I think this is such a power move. I love it so much. Even if you're both religious for somebody to try to manipulate you with religion is so crazy to me. This is so topical because this is like Luke from The Bachelorette. Do you watch no, The Bachelorette? No, I don't watch it. I'm there was sorry. like, so she. Oh, he wouldn't leave, right? Well, she God. like went to the fantasy suite with these three guys before him and she said that she'd slept with people and he was like, I just want to pray about this on you. And it was like, it was like slut shaming her. Yeah. And she was like, get the fuck out of here. And he was like, I just want to pray about this with you. I mean, it's she hard. was like, you I've can't. had sex and Jesus still loves me. <laughs> Best line of the whole franchise. <laughs> uh, I think I heard about that. Yeah. Now, First time I, I ever liked her. I do think that like, yeah, it's just, it's so unfair because if you say no to him, you're saying no to religion. And especially in probably in a place like that where religion is, you know, being Mormon and shit. Like, yeah. I don't know. I'm sure it worked for me. I love that she used she's not religious anymore though. I love that she used his own medicine against him. Yeah. She's like, okay, well, I prayed on it and God said that we don't belong together. I love that she was just like, I'm gonna flip this on you. Yeah. You're gonna like it. I like this girl. She's fucking crazy. I don't think it's psycho. Love her. He's psycho. Yeah. He's psycho. She's not anything. She's not psycho either. Well, actually, no, they're right. There's he was being psycho and then she had a power move. I I love it. it. All right. We have one final one. Save the best for last. I love this one so much. Okay, she writes, so my ex who I dated for six years broke up with me this past January after visiting my grandpa at rehab who was declining in health very quickly. We had just moved in together in May of 2018 and he said he just couldn't do this anymore. The breakup became messy and when we... When we had moved in, we bought a small gray sectional couch. It was $700 with delivery. I told him I wanted to keep the couch when I was moving out in March. He said, sure, but you have to pay me for it. This fucking guy who was like broken up with her when her family's falling apart. I asked how much and he said $400. I explained he wouldn't even get that much if he sold it to someone. He then became very hostile and said I was going to steal the couch. He accused me of not having the money to pay him. Like, no, I just don't want to overpay for the couch I already paid half for. I was so ticked off about the things he said to me. This guy sounds like a dick. So since I was living in the apartment with the couch, 
couch, I brought back this guy I met on Hinge and have been talking to for a couple weeks. We had sex on the couch multiple times and I had him come all over the couch. <laughs> I also had this guy come all over my ex's mattress. <laughs> then I texted him the next day and said he could pick up all his stuff. <laughs> I, I don't regret everything. Did she pay five hundred dollars? <laughs> That's that is so. Also, she said I don't regret anything. He, she found out that he cheated. Blah blah blah. Uh, that he had, had cheated on her before. Girl, so amazing. When in doubt, have a stranger jizz all over your man's stuff. Yeah. There is nothing better than this. There is nothing better than this. Than first of all, that is so crazy. He wanted more than half for this used couch, and I love what she did. She was like, "You can have the couch." <laughs> I'm going to have someone come all over this yeah, couch. Yeah, it's brilliant. It's so good. I wonder, first of all, I wonder what color the couch is. Gray. It's gray? Yeah. So you could probably still see the cum. Oh, yeah. Even better if you can't. You know, if he's like oh, unwillingly like feel the crust, if he like to yeah, see it. if he yeah. like puts his head down on he's the couch, he's watching the game. He's sniffing he's all some happy other because he got yeah. an extra hundred dollars. He's like, I showed her and I cheated on her, and he goes, Wait, what is? What does that smell? Is that- does that come on my It's, it's so good because also there's like so many things here that she just said the most perfect thing because I feel like what she could do is he would come over. There's come all over the couch and she's like, I decided I don't want the couch anymore. You can have it. And he's like, I don't want the fucking couch. There's come all over. And you're like, are you sure? Okay. If you don't want it, I'll take it. And what's he going to do? Be like, you need to pay me for it. It's like, no, no, no. I said you could have it. Like she cannot, like she can't go wrong. She really can't. And also I love her. Like hooking up with this guy. Like imagine if I, if you went home with a guy and you go, Hey, I know you want to like come on me, but I have, I, have like, the, I have this thing. I have this thing where I love when guys come on the couch. Like it was, it's like, it's absurd. And he's like, Oh, and by the way, can you also come on the bed and also this coffee mug? And can you come on this chair over here? And also he has a few letters. And a few bills. Can you come on that? And then can you come on the door handle that he has to touch? So also good. come on the street. Like where does it? It's so funny it's to so me. So good. This is that so powerful. Keeps, it's so. It's, it's so, so powerful. So great. I'm. I want to just like come on something right now. I don't know what. Anything but Dewey. You can come okay. on whatever you want. And me. I would never. I'm also come. in this room. You can't come on me. What if I pay you four hundred dollars? Right. Uh, all right. Well, now, now that we put a dollar. All right. To listen, it. Andrew. If you pay me for half the price of this couch, you can come all over the couch. You can come on right now. Promise. Rainy, you love cum. <laughs> actually, I can't come. I'm actually, so I'll lost. pay, I'll pay you actually to come on me. Let me like, pay you four hundred dollars. Oh, I would. So it. power move. Pal, strong, most power move ever. Yeah. I mean, she doesn't. She would. Yeah, she's fantastic. Okay. I, lo- I love this. I love this. Well, thank you for stopping by, special I I guest. Did. Well, I know it wasn't as funny as the first one. What? No, it was great. I love talking about balls and all this stuff. Okay, yeah, and your new fun. relationship. No, I. It's know. fine. You're not going to be as funny because you're in a relationship now. That's how it works. Oh God. You yeah. got to be single and single and sad to be funny. I'm sad. Not funny to be the funniest. I don't know about that. Yeah. You think? You guys aren't single and sad anymore. I worry about being in too good of a relationship because I feel like it'll um, truncate my ability to be funny. I promise you'll still be sad. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You guys listen to Andrew's podcast. We already did a full plug for it. Puddles. Puddles with Andrew Collin. Puddles with Andrew Collin. And... For us, you can follow us on Girls Gotta Eat podcast on Instagram, girls underscore gotta eat on Twitter, stupidliveshows.com for all of our live shows that we have upcoming. Subscribe, rate, review, tell a friend, put us in your Instagram stories, all the things. And my Instagram is Andrew T. Collins. Oh, yeah. That's it. And <laughs> rate and review Girls Gotta Eat. And buy the merch for Andrew. 
I do have merch for you sale. Merch. You sold six t-shirts today. I do love your fans, and they're very nice to me. And they're I'm not just the saying best. that they're to the kiss best. their ass. They're, they're, they really are incredible. They're the best. Yeah. All right. Um, All right, guys. Well, we love you guys. We'll see you next week. Have a good week. Bye. Bye.